Hi everyone, Shaylee Griffin here with the Aspiring Cowgirl. I hope you all are amazing. And I just want to say thank you for listening and coming along with us. And I do have an announcement that I am so excited to um, share with you guys is that we are having, or I am hosting a workshop slash retreat in November, November 6th through the 8th. And I invite every one of you who would love to get away for the weekend. And it's called uh, The Women of Significance. And I named it that because it's about um, strengthening your purpose, uh, finding your significance, creating a stronger confidence in your mindset and actually becoming the woman of strength. Okay, so Proverbs 31, everybody wants to be her, but everybody kind of, I won't. I do believe that there are lots of women that feel like I cannot fill those shoes no matter how hard I try. And that is not truth. You are created for something significant. And so I just want to bring, I have written out a program, I have got, it's going to be so fun, but it's about um, just finding your significance, finding your purpose, strengthening your confidence, and building the woman of strength that you were created to be. And it is going to be so fun. So if you would like to get away and you are interested in coming, you can uh, email me at aspiringcowgirl at gmail.com and reserve your spots. There's a limited amount that we can have there. So I just um, encourage you to get your email in so I can reserve your spot. It is $175 for the weekend. That includes your lodging. That includes your food. That includes um your all the materials that come along with it and it is gonna be an amazing weekend so I personally invite you so get your emails in and I will give you more information on that if you would like all right so what's everybody been up to it has kind of been a tough tough time for lots of people I know financially people are struggling And um, I know that, you know, it's just a tough time of the year, but this is what I want to share with you. The Lord has really revealed to me that it is a time, you know, at the beginning of this year, I went, I wanted to approach this year as the year 2020, the year of perfect vision. And when COVID hit, I mean, I am not going to lie. There was a lot of defeating thoughts that went through my head. And this year hasn't turned out quite the way I wanted it to. And I know there's lots of people out there that feel the way it is. But now that I'm looking back and really kind of researching, trying to get this retreat off the ground and workshop, um, that I'm really seeing that there is perfect vision. Like the Lord has revealed a lot in this year for me and um, that he's really um, helped my vision to focus in on what I'm called to, what my purpose is, what I am, what I've been putting in front of him, what I, you know, what he wants me to do with my life. Um, 
there's just been a lot. Some of it's hard to swallow. Some of it's not, you know, some of it's a, a true blessing. And I'm like, thank you, Lord, for showing me that. So um, today I want to talk about um, your prayer life, like how to pray. Um, that's one thing that, you know, we... I see a lot in the women that I coach and the women that I talk to just at church or um, we're getting ready to facilitate Reengage Again, which is a marriage ministry that um, helps couples uh, to learn how to ha- uh, find and learn the biblical foundation God created marriage to have. Uh, everything from communication to um grace to mercy to, um, oh, there's, there's like 16 different chapters in the book that we go over and it, it saved our marriage. And so we love to give back to the ministry. And so we're getting ready to do that again. And so I guess just, um, what I hear people saying or women, I, cause that's who I talk to the most, but it's about, how to pray and how to, um, not that it's right or wrong how you're praying, but a lot of times we're begging God to do what we want him to do when in reality we should be asking him, what do you want to do with this life? What do you want me to do in this situation? What do you want? You know, we, we need to ask, we want him to be Lord over our life, but yet we're not asking him, what do you want to do? And I know I've talked about that in um, different podcasts, but I like the Holy Spirit put it on my heart. Like, I want you to speak about how to pray. And so um, one thing, a couple things that have been on my heart is, you know, when we struggle in a situation we have with the star model and everything that I'm I'm trying to give women tools to help them get through situations that bring clarity and bring simplicity. And so we don't get stuck. We don't feel like we're overwhelmed, stuff like that. So in the star model, it takes your, you take your situation, your thoughts about the situation. We bring awareness to those thoughts and the emotions that go with those thoughts. And then we can put an action plan into place to get better results. So in that place, um, you know, you got to kind of know, like, what's God's word say about prayer? And so today, what I have experienced in my own life is that when I speak God's word over a situation, mountains move in it. Like it, the situation, situations literally change. And I, um, there's times that it doesn't change the way I want them to change, but I have to trust. I have to walk in that faith that it's going to change the way, you know, I'm trusting him in my faith walk that he knows better than what I can see right now. And believe me, this year has been one of those test years of faith, I think, for me anyway. So what I wanted to bring out is scripture and show you some of my tactics that I use um, to bring forth 
um, put myself into the scripture and my situations into the scripture. And then when you do this, it's going to take you, you kind of take time to read God's word. You've got to take time to get to know him, get to know what, what are you wanting? What do you expect of me? What, what did you create me for? What did you, you know, like there's lots of questions that can be answered if you'll get into the word. So one thing that, you know, we want him to be Lord of our life, but are we abiding in him and abiding? It means like to, to trust and, and really focus on him. Like when David, um, no, sorry. When Peter and the rest of the disciples were out in the water, this is a pretty common scripture story that a lot of people tell when, um, Peter was out in the water and there was a storm going on and Peter said, Lord, if this is you, I'm, you know, he wanted to step out into the boat and go to Jesus. And so he, he stepped out of the boat, but when he took his eyes off of Jesus and was focusing on the storm, then he started to sink, but Jesus was right there to grab him and say, you know, that I, he's right there. He saved him from drowning in the storm. And so, so many times we take our eyes off of the Lord and we, we want to focus on the storm. And that's, it's sometimes very difficult to keep your eyes focused on Jesus so John fifteen seven says, if you abide in me and my, wor- my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. So this key word here is to abide, keep focus on him, um, that I trust you. I know you, I know your word that, you know, the doubt fear, shame, and control are the things that cause you to, that's, that's the storm. That's what's going on in your situation. I promise you it's the root of it. It may say other things. It may say I'm stuck. It may be, um, that I dread. I, um, that I, um, you know, just, I can't understand. That's one that I find myself trying to, say a lot in my head is I don't understand why I'm going through this. I don't understand why this is here. I'm speaking God's word. Why is it not happening? Probably because I can't see and I need to keep my eyes focused on him. So if I'm abiding in him and I'm keeping focus on him, then I'm going to be able to pray. So this is in any situation, whether you're rodeoing in your work and, um, life itself, your relationships, you know, um, and I do want to say this on a side note, this just came to me. If you're out, if you're someone that is struggling in a relationship or have relationships in your life that, um, need to have change in them because you have bitterness, anger, resentment, any of those kind of things, it's time, you know, God will want you to focus on those relationships in finding forgiveness for those people before you will have more change in your life because he's more about relationships than what you want to happen. Like, um, 
like a selfish desire that I would have um, is that I win a rodeo, breakaway roping. Like that's my passion. That's what I love. And that's what I want to do and I want to achieve. But if there's relationships in my life that I have bad attitudes with, um, I have resentment, bitterness, anger, any of those kind of negative emotions, then I'm asking him to do something for me. But he's like more focused on the relationships. I just believe that. I, I'm, uh, I think he wants us to take care of our immediate family first then he wants us to um, grow in other relationships um, that are our family, but maybe we've had somebody that we've had an offense against. And so I just truly believe that you have to um, be careful what you speak because our words are so powerful, And but you are stronger than, you have God in you and so in Jesus in you if you accepted Christ and so therefore you have the authority over your words but if you speak negativity out over your word in your words then that negativity is going to override a lot of the blessings that need to come so we just have to really watch our words but that's what I'm trying to get at is that the power that is in your words to pray God's word is so extreme. And so I just want to really uh, encourage you that abide means to remain stable and continue in one place. That means you're going to stand strong in abiding in him, that he is Lord of your life. Rodeo is not Lord of your life. Your horses aren't Lord of your life. And that if there's some selfish desires in there that Lord, the Lord is selfless, you know, and I'm not saying he doesn't want to give you the desires of your heart, but there might be something standing in the way. So you have to spend time with him and say, you know, can you show me if there's some place that is not, um, that I've, that I have in my heart that you want to cleanse out, you want to take care of. And, So one other thing that, one other word that I came across this week, and I like to look up Greek words or have explanation of Greek words because it brings more meaning to scripture. Um, Just because sometimes in translation, even though the words kind of mean the same, um, the significance, the, the true significance of the scripture is brings, it brings clarity to find um, the meaning of the Greek words that were the original translation. So um, one thing I found this week is honor. And honor, like we honor the Lord. Like we have fear of the Lord and we honor him. And it's not a fear like I'm scared of. Like it's a fear of, um, like I just don't want to put anything before him. Like, I don't want any other idols before him. I want to to be in full relationship with the Lord. So um, I want to honor him as you honor your parents. Like, you respect them, even when they may frustrate you, make you mad, whatever. But you just want to honor them. So the Greek word for honor, and forgive me if I pronounce this wrong, but it's aponi. Aponimo, 
Okay, it's A-P-O-N-E-M-O. Upon Nemo, maybe, maybe that's the way you pronounce it. But it means to assign, to designate, to intentionally give something to someone. It refers to a calculated decision to show attention, awareness, or um, consideration to someone else. Okay? So, in that, um, we just, we designate and are, are intentionally giving our, um, and, you know, our respect. Our, we're going to listen to what the Lord wants. We're going to we're going to try to abide in Christ and we're going to give them, we're going to show them that I made a decision and I'm going to give you, I'm going to show you how I've made that decision by showing attention and awareness and consideration to, you know, to God, to the Lord. So I do that through prayer. I do that through prayer and I'm going to tell you that um, there's one thing, there's a couple of things that are very common that we believe as believers that we feel like we're broken, that I just feel broken. Like, I just feel like I'm not perfect. I don't, and and we kind of live in that identity of broken and this is kind of a victim mentality a lot of times. So um, we will tend to, uh, you know, stay in that because this is just the way I am. Well, that's not truth. Uh, God created you for significance. And so you will find that, that um, sometimes the ha- there's half-truths that are just as bad as the all-out lie, you know, that circumstances do happen. We are, um, you know, just in our own mind creating and living out through a lie that's not true, okay, that I'm broken. So, um, Isaiah 30, or Isaiah 43, 19 is the Lord's promise of victory. And it says, for I am about to do something um, I, for I am about to do something I have already begun. Do you not see? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in a dry wasteland. And I love that, um, because sometimes we do feel like we're in the desert. We are, (laughs) when is this going to change? When is my circumstance going to change? And verse 25 says, I, yes, I alone will blot out your sins for my own sake and will never think of them again. So we have, we have to stand on the word of God and know what his word says. And you can Google lots of scriptures, um, and that will help you, you know, like, Scripture about anger, scripture, scripture about bitterness, scripture about, um, 
you know, just frustration, you know, and it will bring up all these scriptures, read the scriptures and find one that really jumps out at you that like, yes, that's about my situation. And then you will be able to write it out and try to put it into a uh, written out prayer declaration, if you will. Okay, so with that said, um, the Lord, uh, there's one scripture that I love that to pray over my husband and pray over us. And I just love it because um, it's just really what we like. You know, it's something that you would like for everyone. Like you could pray it over yourself. You could pray it over others. And it's Colossians 1. 9 through 14. So write that down on a piece of paper, Colossians 1, 9 through 14. And it says, for this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Okay, so I, this was years ago that I found this scripture and it is amazing. So I'm going to read what I pray over my husband with this scripture. And or with these verses, so I put his name in it. Now it's okay to change it up a little bit where it makes sense to you. So I'm going to read Colossians one nine through fourteen, and I'm going to put my husband's name in it. Okay, so we have not stopped praying for Shay. That's my husband's name. We ask God to give Shay complete knowledge of his will and give Shay spiritual wisdom and understanding. The way Shay lives will always honor and please the Lord, and Shay's life will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while, Shay will grow. He, he, sorry. All the while, Shay will grow as he learns to know God better and better. We also pray that Shay will be strengthened with all God's glorious power so he will have all the endurance and patience he needs. May Shay be filled with joy, always thanking his Father God. God has enabled Shay to share in the inheritance that belongs to his children who live in the light. For Father God has rescued us from the kingdom of the darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Okay. So with that, I just, um, 
I changed up the wording just a little bit so it makes sense with my husband's um, prayers in, or with his name in it. And it's and I did say we because I'm asking in that it's I'm asking the Holy Spirit to join me in that. So when I read that and when I say we, so I would say, um, so we have not stopped praying for Shay. So I believe the Lord will honor that, that I'm asking the Holy Spirit to join me in that prayer. And I'm praying that over my husband. So that is just an option. That is like one, that is a long prayer, but I'm telling you, I watched mountains move when I started praying that over my husband over and over and over. I prayed it daily. I pray, I put it up on a cork board in my closet so when I was getting dressed in the morning or undressed at night, then that's what I prayed. And I just made it like, and there was another um, prayer that I like to pray a lot. There's a scripture that says, um, we work for God and not man. And I can't, I'd have to Google it to find out um, where that's at. Also, um, so I just wanted to, I take those scriptures and I put my name, my husband's name, my kid's name, stuff like that in those scriptures. So that's how I believe the Lord has taught me how to pray. And I'm just trying to honor what he has asked me to put on my podcast this week. So um, I hope it benefits somebody out there. If you have any questions, you can email me at aspiringcowgirl at gmail.com. And I do want to remind everybody, if you're interested in coming to Abilene, Texas, November 7th through the 8th, um, and retreating for just a weekend of learning how to be a confident woman um, that walks in strength, that I would love to hear from you. So email me again at aspiringcowgirl at gmail.com and I will reserve your ticket and I will um, send you more information on it and all that. So um, I hope you all find yourselves well this week and we will talk to you next week. And I just pray blessings over all of you in Jesus name. We'll talk to you down the road. Thanks for listening.